The topic today is are you a visionary or an integrator? One of the keys to successfully growing a business is having the right visionary integrator combination. Which are you? My comments are based around experience and also the concepts in the book Rocket Fuel by Gina Wickman and Mark Winters. And the book is available on Amazon and it's also available as an audio book. So let's start by talking about what is a visionary? Visionaries are typically entrepreneurs. They're often with a title like CEO. Uh, they're probably the owner of the company or one of the owners of a company. Maybe the title's president. They're people who have a thousand ideas at any given time. Sometimes they're, they're like a squirrel chasing things. They're going different directions. Uh, they're passionate. They tend to be very emotional. They're people who have a vision for the future, not just today. They rarely think about today. They're thinking about where can I be tomorrow, five years from now, ten years from now. They're big picture people. They don't really tend to. Uh, they don't really tend to think in the moment. They don't think about process or logic. They're just like I've got a great idea and I'm going to go for it. In the book Rocket Fuel, we're often uh, describing visionaries as somebody with a hunter mentality. You're kind of wired differently. You're always looking for that new thing that's going to solve a big problem. So in the visionary role, what what does the visionary do? First off, your visionary has those big ideas, as we've already mentioned. They solve big problems. They have... Uh, they're very passionate. They're emotional. They tend to be a closer of big deals. When they get in front of a room, they can energize a room. Um, they learn new things. They discover new things. They create that company vision. They're a champion for big ideas. They're a champion for a cause. So what are some of the traits of a visionary? You know, again, as I've already said, they tend to be entrepreneurs. Uh, they have a thousand ideas. They're always coming up with new ideas and new things. They're, they're very strategic. Uh, they're looking at the big picture. They're looking at the future. They're not living in the now. They live in the future. Visionaries tend to be very much relationship people. Those big external relationships. They're people who establish a reputation. They're a face of the company. A visionary I work with uh, is someone who's known everywhere in his industry. If you mention his name, everybody knows who he is. He's always invited to be, to, to be a speaker, to meet with other companies, to meet with potential clients. He's the face and he's that energy of the company and he has a presence around the world. And that's typical of a visionary. Let's talk about things visionaries typically are not. Visionaries tend to be um, people who don't stay focused very well. They get bored. They start down a path with an idea, maybe five or six ideas at a time. Uh, they drive success at first, then they wander off. They're not very good at execution. Visionaries are also 
notorious for creating what in rocket fuel is referred to as organizational whiplash. The visionary goes down a path, the organization adapts, follows, goes down that path, then the visionary loses interest, goes a different direction. The entire organization has to shift to try to execute on the new direction, and 90 days later or less, the visionary is off in a different direction, so the organization is shifting again. It's, it's frustrating and exhausting for a lot of the organization. Of course, being a visionary, you don't necessarily notice because you're busy looking at the future and you know where you want to go for at least today. Visionaries are not detail people. I've often said that entrepreneurs fail many, many times because they have a lot of ideas and they have no clue how to run a business. What are the details and little things it takes every day to make things happen? Visionaries are like, what, process? What's that? Why do we need process? Why do we need HR? Why do we need policies? They don't do that thing very well. They just know they have somewhere to go and they have big ideas and we just need to get down that path. Another weakness of visionaries is hiring and developing talent. Visionaries are, again, emotional, and if they interview somebody or they hear something that sounds really interesting, they may hire somebody and figure out how to use them or try to figure out how to use them, and two weeks later they're ready to get rid of them because it really wasn't the right person. In EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System, we refer to something called GWC. Do they get it? Do they want it? Do they have the capacity to do it? But that's based on defining an accountability chart that says, here's what the organization needs to look like to be successful. And then we find the right butts to put in the right seats. Visionaries often struggle with that because, they're, again, they're very emotional people. They're passionate, and they think of things that, uh, in that context. And some of the uh, final comments about a visionary... They tend to be, frankly, a lot of times ADD. They just, they have uh, no ability to stay focused on any one thing. They're just all over the place. And they have no break. They're always pedal to the metal. Let's go. Let's just charge forward. Um, they can wear people out with that, by the way. They also tend to have an eyes are bigger than their stomach. They bite off more than they can chew. They have so many ideas that they're just all over the place. And next thing you know, things are failing. They're not going the way they should. And guess what? You're out of business. It's an integrator. Integrator is the flip side of the coin from a visionary. The integrator is the day-to-day -day person who makes things happen. They're the ones that looks at the overall strategic vision. And they put some discipline around that. They work to define the core values of the company. They solidify the strategic vision of the company so it doesn't constantly shift, knowing that it has to adapt. They're that steady, logical force. They can't be emotional all the time. They have to be the people who find the right butts for the right seats, but they're also the people who have defined that accountability chart to meet the CEO's strategic objectives. The integrator has to be heavily focused on organizational clarity. How things are going to work. What's the organization look like? What's the accountability chart look like? They have to be focused on establishing good process. We need a way to do things so that we have visibility, we have traceability, 
And at the end of the day, we have accountability. The typical title for an integrator is COO, but that's not always the case. So what are some of the things that an integrator needs to bring to the organization? First off, we need to make sure that we have accountability. And we achieve that by having visibility and traceability with it. We need to make sure we have good communication. We need to build on our team. So we develop team unity, a culture. But at the same time, the integrator has to be uh, the disciplinarian for the team. You have to be steady. You have to hold things together. Um, you have to be someone who is very consistent in your approach and the methodology. We want to establish clear-cut objectives. What kind of data, what kind of scorecards do we need to have to measure our success or failure, as it were, so that we're achieving the results of this organization? We need harmony. You can't have an organization that doesn't have harmony as leaders, especially. Sometimes you have hard decisions when you start down a path as a COO, or you might have somebody who's been with the company 10 or 15 years, but they're not part of the harmony. They're not creating harmony. They're not part of that leadership team and the core values. And sometimes this leads to very tough decisions or very tough conversations. Everybody's got to be on the same uh, direction. And as something that is mentioned in, again, in Rocket Fuel is the the integrator is the visionary's Prozac. You have to harness the ideas. You harness the energy. You harness the strengths. But you also have to put that in a logical context and a way to execute that doesn't cause a lot of turnover, doesn't cause that organizational whiplash. You need to bring focus. You have to bring clarity. You need to manage things well. Projects need managed, not just all over the place. So here's who you are. If you think you're an integrator, you should be someone who is decisive. You can't be wishy-washy. You make decisions and get it done. You need to have a lot of organization. Uh, you should be a planner. You should be process-oriented. You should be able to work out conflicts within an organization. You want to bring cohesion to a team, but at times you also have to be that team disciplinarian. Uh, you're a coach. You like to mentor people. You want to raise your employees up. You want to bring them to the next level, create opportunities. You have to be adaptable. Markets change. People change. The strategic goals of the organization change. You can't be static. You have to be adaptable, but at the same time, you have to be logical. Some other important traits for someone who wants to be an integrator. You have to be a good problem solver. You have to be able to look at things, logically figure out a solution, but you also have to be able to implement that solution and make it work. You have to constantly be learning. You know, you have to be a good negotiator. You have to be persuasive. You have to know when to give in. Uh, you need to be able to fairly and honestly evaluate other people, but it, make that evaluation on the ability to really understand different people. An organization is made up of many different personality types. So you need to be able to adapt to those personalities, understand them, and make logical decisions and fair evaluations. 
Let's talk about some of the challenges in the role of an integrator. The visionary gets all the glory. They're the face of the business. The COO or integrator, not so much. You're the person in the background driving things, making it happen. When Henry Ford created Ford and started with his ideas around the Model T, it was really a guy named James Cousins who made it happen. Henry was a big idea guy, brilliant. James Cousin was the COO. He was the executor of the business, the integrator of the business that made things happen at Ford for many years. Let's look at a more current example, Tim Cook. He's now the CEO of Apple. But when he was the COO, who ever heard of Tim Cook? He was the guy behind the scenes driving the business forward. And now he's CEO. He's the face of the business. He's the visionary. His role changed. And by the way, not everybody can make that change. You know, as an integrator, you have to always be an optimist. You can't be pessimistic. You have to have a bright outlook. Now, a visionary will often tell you, quit being a realist or quit being a pessimist because you're, you know, you're dumping on my ideas. That's not really the case. You know, you're not trying to be pessimistic. You want to be realistic. You can't do a thousand things at once. You can only do 20 um, or whatever that uh, limit might be that you have worked out with your visionary. You have to be able to create a good organization and you have to also be the cheerleader in a way for that organization. You want to be that optimistic person that we're driving forward and here's where we're going. But at the same time, it's almost like a parent. You know, you have to be the disciplinarian. You have to hold people accountable as well. Because sometimes people just don't work out. Or people aren't following the uh, core values of the company. Maybe there was a bad hire. You know, you didn't train your recruiters to correctly bring in the right people based on what our core values are. So sometimes you have to be that good guy. Sometimes you're the bad guy. So one of the things that often happens as an integrator is you're the person who has to pull the reins a little bit. You know, your visionary is going 100 miles an hour. They don't think this is going to be more than a two-week effort. Let's just get it out there. And as the integrator, you have to rein that in a little bit and say, okay, let's create a logical approach. Let's mitigate risk to the business. And let's make sure we're doing something that meets our strategic goals. You can't always just base things on emotion, which is what a visionary often does. You also have to understand as the COO, you're not going to have a lot of friends in the company. Uh, You're going to be directing a lot of different areas and you're not somebody who's going to get a whole lot of appreciation for what you do. You're putting in process. You're putting in discipline. You're holding people accountable. And people can't always appreciate that. Although usually at the end of the day, my personal experience is that at the leadership level, people really do come over and start to understand the whole idea of visibility, traceability, and accountability. As an integrator, one of the challenges is you have to understand you're not an expert in everything. You can't do everything. This is important because it means you've got to make sure your accountability chart is correct, that you've got the right butts in the right seats, and the people in those seats get it, they want it, and they have the capacity to do it. If you build a team around you who has the right knowledge, the right core values, the right skill set, 
you don't have to know everything. Your job is to put it all together into something that's a cohesive business. You know, some of the tougher parts of being an integrator are it, it tends to be kind of a lonely, thankless job. You're the person that's putting rules, constraints, policies, procedures in place. Not something that a lot of people like. Uh, you're not going to get any recognition generally. Your, your visionary is the person out front getting all the glory, if you will. You're the person behind the scenes making things happen. Um, a lot of times you're that person that's bringing that discipline and reining things in a little bit. So people get upset because they want to move faster, especially the visionary. They want to move faster. Quit, quit blocking me. Get out of my way. Um, you know, you have to balance resources because as a COO, you have a lot of people in a growing organization and that organization is changing and adapting. So sometimes it's really hard to keep up. When things don't go well, you're usually the bearer of bad news. You know, the visionary is the person in front, the image, the positive, dynamic person. As COO, you're the one behind the scenes that has to say, okay, you know, we had a problem from a recent economic uh, slowdown, and, you know, we're going to have to reduce staff temporarily. I'm sorry. That's the hardest part that I've ever faced, is especially when I've had to take perfectly good people and make very tough decisions. It's really wears on you, to be honest. I think another thing is that you tend to be, as an integrator, somebody who has a lot of expectations of yourself. And often those expectations are not realistic. And you find yourself questioning your ability. Can I really do this? Am I doing it right? Um, it's easy to be almost too hard on yourself. So we've talked about a visionary and an integrator as the two separate personality types, uh, things that happen in that role, the challenges of those roles. So which are you? Are you an integrator or are you a visionary? One of the things now that has to come into play in the conversation is, as a visionary, you're seeing the business grow. You don't feel you're in control. You don't really know how to grow it. Not to mention, you don't want to be down in the daily operations every day because it drives you crazy. You've, you've got your million ideas coming. So are you really ready for an integrator? And this is a big failure point often in the visionary integrator role. Because first off, you have to have the right personality mix. Skill set's important, but the visionary and integrator are the flip side of the same coin. They have to be able to communicate well and work together. But as a visionary, you also have to let go. And that's very hard for a lot of entrepreneurs. A lot of times, a visionary brings in an, an integrator with a great idea, but then they do end runs around them. An end run is going around the process, going around the COO, because I want things my way right now. And that causes failure at the end of the day. One thing that will happen with a visionary and integrator relationship is there's almost always tension in it. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. You have two different mindsets. So of course they think about things different and that's gonna create tension. But tension can be healthy. One of the things that I am a proponent of is something called EOS, the Entrepreneurial Operating System. And in EOS, we do something in meetings called IDS. We identify, discuss, and solve. 
and I train new employees going into a level 10 meeting, that sometimes these meetings can be a little contentious. For a matter of fact, it's healthy because we want to hear different ideas, different viewpoints, and work toward the best solution for the company. So in conclusion, you've had enough information. You should be able to see if you fit a visionary or an integrator profile. You also know some of the challenges facing both of those roles. So the question becomes, if you are a visionary, are you ready to bring in an integrator? And as somebody who is an integrator, are you ready to take on the challenge of executing the visionaries' ideas? Either way, good luck, and feel free to reach out if you'd like to discuss further. Otherwise, I suggest purchasing Rocket Fuel by Gina Wickman and Mark Winters because you will not read a better book on this subject.